0: GBC Podcasts. Local voices on demand. Hello, Jonathan Scott here. Thanks for listening to the Gibraltar Today podcast. We're a news show live every day between one and two on Radio Gibraltar and also on GBC television. If it's been talked about in Gibraltar, we want to talk about it on Gibraltar Today. Now, one thing that stood out for me in Monday's show was how concerned parent Leanne Garcia is not just complaining that wraparound care is needed, she's doing something about it. Footballers Dale Coling and Ethan Brito told us how league winners Lincoln keep that winning mentality... And Unite the Union has been making noise outside Morrison's for over a month, demanding better pay for their workers. Are they asking for too much, or is the supermarket being unreasonable? We spoke to striking Morrison's workers, Garmin Wilkins and Roger Gavral. And first, to the union's Christian Duo. I asked him if entry-level pay in the supermarket is £8.47 an hour in Gibraltar, against £10.42 per hour in the UK.
1: We are talking about minimum minimum salaries because the rates of pay, for example, for butchers, which are uh, skilled trades, are even even more than that. It's £4 pounds difference from a butcher in Gibraltar to a butcher in the UK.
0: And we should say that Morrison's has always been a, a very good employer and has paid well in Gibraltar.
1: Well, yeah, obviously they, they, they have been... Oh, oh, and when you've done um, joint communications in terms of pay, they have always been proud and we have been proud that in every statement that they have issued, they have always said there are so many pounds over and above the minimum wage in Gibraltar, which is not the case anymore. They are very close to being minimum wage workers. That is the reality of the situation and that is the concerns we, rate, we raised in the negotiations uh, we had uh, at la- the end of last year.
0: Okay, let's, uh, let's bring in Roger, who's here as well. Roger Cabral is a, a worker. How long have you been at, uh, Mo- at Morrison's, Roger?
1: Eh, I
2: work in 18 years. Last the September this year, I do in 18 years in Morrison's. Okay,
0: and how are you going? Well, at
2: the beginning it was very good, of course, because we had good payments, we had several payments per year, we had a double bank, but we all went away from it a little bit. So the payment we paid was cold,
0: Okay, so, so the, uh, your real wage, your real, uh, take-home pay hasn't changed in three years effectively, Christian, uh, and that's what
1: you're, you're pushing y- y- Unite to, to recognize. I, I think what people need to understand is that uh, it's not, uh, because there's been a lot of criticism in terms of previous agreement, but let me say, and this needs to be said, because there's a lot of talk especially in social media, regarding previous pay negotiation, it's the employer that has been not, not even in the last, I think it goes even further back. I think it goes for six, seven years where the employer has been trying to mirror t- terms and conditions to, towards the UK, UK set of terms and conditions. And that is a travel that we have been progressing over the years. But the reality of the situation when we have uh, raised on these pay negotiations, a pay that has been an obstacle.
0: Let's ask Garmin if uh, if you think Garmin, this uh, could be resolved, you think that there's enough goodwill that maybe you can find uh, a, a way to sort it out?
2: Well hopefully, I mean it's, like I say, it's down to them to sit down with us and negotiate, we're always open to sit down but it's like, I don't know, it's it's up to them really
0: okay uh thank you ever so much to christian duo of unite the union and to carmen wilkins and roger cavral uh, of morrison's Uh, we did ask the supermarket if they wanted to contribute to this program Uh, so far they haven't but of course as soon as they are ready to uh, we will bring you their perspective too gibraltar today With Jonathan Scott. Are you a parent who started the week feeling like it's getting away from you already? Well, a survey of more than four hundred caregivers has found that many struggle to find suitable and affordable activities for their children. Around seventy percent of parents that's seven out of ten surveyed want improved out of school hours childcare with more help from the government. A pleasure to be joined by Lianne Garcia, who organized that survey of caregivers uh, what was your motivation for doing that leanne
2: hi jonathan uh well basically i've got a a child myself and she's about to start school in september so she hasn't started yet but i'm already thinking about how i'll be able to coordinate the the drop-off and the pickup and thankfully i have um my her grandparents my mama and my mother-in-law who can help out um, and I don't know what I'd do without them, but mm. um, that's not always a reality for every parent. Um, there are single parents, there are parents who, who have family um, outside of Gibraltar who can't do that, and simply, like, people are having children later, and I don't think it's fair to necessarily expect uh, grandparents who are in their 70s um, to look after a child um, for extended hours. Um, the the survey showed that in most families, both parents have to work, as some of those uh, callers said, um the cost of everything is increasing, so we have to work. Um, and when when they're young especially, um, the kids are only um, going to school three hours a day um, during term time, so obviously extended time off in summer, um, Christmas, etc. And, and it
0: gets hard for parents, doesn't and it? And it
2: gets hard. So so um, obviously we it's good for the economy for everyone to go back to work, but it just becomes a bit of a logistical nightmare. And I've spoken to lots of friends and parents about this, uh, and everyone was saying... It would be great if we had some help. And around the world, around Europe and many other places, this is something that exists. Um, it's often referred to as wraparound care. Uh, so basically, the, the schools um, assisted by the government, but also contributed by the parents. So mm-hmm. it, it's not necessarily a free-for-all. and um, mm-hmm. there, There's an element of contribution. Sure. Um, th- they open a little bit earlier and keep the kids a little bit later through structured activities and you can just sign up and say look three days a week I'd like to be able to pick up my child at five instead of at one or at three or whatever time they, they may finish or I can drop them off at eight before my shift starts mm-hmm. um, just that extra half an hour. And, and that would
0: make a difference wouldn't a it? A
2: massive difference because for example hospital workers, government workers, a lot of them go in at eight um, and to have to drop off your child at your mother-in-law's for half an hour so that they can arrange uh, to, to drop them off at school um, it causes a lot of stress and um, parents are having to save up all their leave to take it during school holidays, often disjointed so the father will take some leave and the mother, others to cover the the extended break or we have to rely on grandparents which I said is a godsend Um, but I don't think it should be the expectation either. This is a model that works very well around the world. It's actually research has proven that it's it's really good for the kids themselves because, for example, homework clubs. Uh, some kids may not have the resources at home to to participate, uh, to sit down and concentrate for two hours with a PC and the internet. So that are tools that actually generally help the kids. And I'm not asking for it to be a, a free provision. Uh, I I think in the survey it actually showed that most parents are willing are to willing pay. Are willing to contribute? Yeah, uh, and and sometimes they need help quite substantial. Yeah, yeah, um, just to be able to have. Uh, uh, that level of coordination and organisation and knowing that your kids are in a safe environment.
0: On Radio Gibraltar and on GBC Television, Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. We want to do more sports coverage here on Gibraltar today and it's a pleasure uh, to welcome Dale Colin and Ethan Brito to the studio they've just been uh, oh show us your skills if you would uh, uh, Dale I mean you've got um you've got good hands uh, to catch yep uh, no problem at all and Ethan's got good control you've won the league with three games to spare it looked like it was going to be much tighter uh, second round starting uh, 2023 level on points with Europa FC and Bruno's Magpies um, after they finished uh, in December with a 3-1 defeat to the Magpies, but that's the only game that you've lost. I mean, did you expect to win the league with two games to spare? Three games to spare, sorry. Um, well, obviously,
1: we we were tied with points by the Christmas break, and we had a change of management. Um, I don't think we, or anyone, expected for us to kind of turn the league around like that, like how we did. Mm. But obviously, we, we've been working very hard for it every day in training, and um, it's just, it's basically paid off, so...
0: We had a question from our sports reporter Robin shepard Gabura, and uh, I don't mind, Ethan, if you'd like to take it perhaps. Um, he said like the, the league, the, the difficulty for Lincoln is that it's almost like being by in Munich in Gibraltar because the league is the bare minimum that your fans expect you to win. Do you feel that pressure? Um, well, I know we know the pressure's on us every year to win the league but as players I don't think we feel that pressure. I feel like we have the confidence in our teammates and in ourselves to just get it done. And that's our main focus, just training hard and making sure everyone's ready for it. And we know that if we're 100% on giving it all, we can get it over the line.
2: Thanks for listening to those highlights from Gibraltar today. I'm Kelly Kellyanne Borge, the show's producer. We're live on Radio Gibraltar Monday to Friday from 1 to 2, getting behind the headlines. And you can catch up here whenever you like. Until next time, have a good one.
0: GBC Podcasts. Local voices on demand.